welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. We're on episode number 60. 60 episodes in. Actually, I'm almost coming up on the year anniversary of this podcast. I need to look up the exact date. I uploaded my first episode, but I know we're not we're not too far off. So if you've been listening to me ramble for this long, whether it be the music podcast or the you know fight podcast I do with my co-host Antaku, appreciate you for for rocking with us for this long. Um, I didn't think I'd make it past like twenty episodes, but <laughs> episode sixty, standing strong, uh, podcast can be heard on SoundCloud, of course. YouTube, Google Play, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you want to send in questions, questions can be emailed to Dojo Talk Podcast at yahoo.com. And yeah, uh, I won't really ramble too much for my intro. It's been a cool day. Didn't think I was actually going to record today, but uh, probably going to be a bit busy this weekend, so I wanted to record this. And, this on a Friday night, so hopefully you guys will hear this. Yeah, maybe on hopefully on Sunday this will be out, and then on Sunday I'll be recording again for the UFC card this weekend. So, you know, content always coming, lots of music to review, still music coming out this month that I'll probably talk about, including Eminem, whenever that drops. So, you know, be on the lookout. There'll there'll always be content, always uploading episodes. Try to keep myself busy around here. But I ain't going to talk for forever. We'll just get into it, man. Today, we're going to do two albums and a recent new anime that I've been watching. But we're going to start off with the albums first. So, first up the bet. Sahai to Prince. No dope on Sundays. Um... I'm pretty sure like most people, at least if you've been a Saha fan up to this point, you've been waiting for this album <laughs> for a very, very, very long time. Um, man, I, I first, I'm trying to remember the first time I heard of Saha. I remember way back when, at least the first thing I can remember, um, he was on one of Yellow Wolf's uh, old mixtapes. It might have been like the first Trunk music tape. I'm pretty sure he had a... Uh, Saha had a, a guest verse on one of those tracks on that tape, but yeah, I, I, I've been following him for a while. Um, he wasn't somebody who I really used to listen to his projects at first. I would just hear kind of dope features and be like, "Yeah, man, this, this dude has he's got bars." But like, I, I wasn't really checking for his projects. Not until I heard uh, the Black History Project, the first one, and that that joint was was flames. And ever since that first Black History mixtape. Uh, you, you could say that was the, the start of my fanhood so um, i love the first black history mixtape uh black history um second one was was pretty dope didn't like it as much as the first but it was it was still a really good tape and it made me excited for when he would drop an album 
and boy did we get a gap <laughs> between those two tapes and, and this album man like for anybody who doesn't know man Saha is uh, a rapper uh, ghostwriter uh, writes for Kanye over there at Good Music um, so I'm, I'm just gonna guess in between the time that he dropped those two tapes in this album he's probably just been working on other people's music and probably slowly working on this album but you know he's over there handling business probably getting paid pretty well so i don't blame you <laughs> but you know if you've been a fan of Saha, you, you've been waiting for this project for a while and we finally got it so um yeah let, let's let's let, let's talk about this so i'm gonna be honest with you guys had i reviewed this mixtape i'm oh, sorry had i reviewed this album like after my first second listen I might not have had a lot of good things <laughs> to say honestly um not that I thought it was a bad tape but it just didn't it didn't grab me and to be honest this album still doesn't it didn't really grab me like his mixtapes did but I can say that probably after about a good four or five listens um this album has grown on me a lot more than from when I first initially listened to it. Um, I guess, where, where do I start with this? I wasn't really sure what I was going to get when I put this in. I was hoping it was going to be on the vein of what the Black History Mixtapes was. But at the same time, like I know it's your debut album. You don't want to keep doing the same thing. So I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. And the only... Well, I'd heard two singles before the album came out, and that was New Africa, uh, which was pretty dope, and then uh, the Dat Side song with uh, Kanye West, which I wasn't a big fan of, so I was like, is he going to go for the mainstream angle, or is he going to try to cater in between, and I th I, th I think he, he, he kind of went for both, but honestly, I, I think he catered, uh, at least in my opinion, he, or he tried to cater a bit more to his fan base. And not fully go the mainstream route because uh, be honestly like that side that side and probably the closing track on here are probably like the most mainstream ish tracks <laughs> I guess you would say um, you know sound wise um, but most of the other tracks on here I would say stick truer to the Saha sound or at least you know it, it sticks more to something i would expect him to do it, it doesn't sound like he, he's reaching for a different sound like it, it sounds like most of this album is him sticking to what he truly wanted to put out and what he wanted his fans to enjoy um i, I guess my only issue with this album and i mentioned it like not really grabbing me it was kind of just the production and it's not that the production was bad it's to me a lot of this album is it has a very mellow feel to it and that mood doesn't change much often so a lot of it just sounds kind of samesy i guess for, for lack of a better term and yeah i don't know I, I guess just that little bit kind of disappointed me and like there weren't many one of the things i liked about the black history mixtapes was like a lot of those tracks were like they, they had this certain energy to them and i just i didn't get that with this album but like i said the production wasn't bad at all and i'll give um a few of these producers uh shout outs who i saw had production credits uh so to uh the olympics lex luger mark bird brandon black novel shawty red uh six cents 
um, i don't know if it's oz or oz i'm gonna say oz uh exclusive nate and charity epic pro um probably missing a few people but uh, those are the few of the producers that uh, he worked with on this project and like i said they did a solid job like not there weren't any beats on here that were like amazing to me um there were a few samples that were used that i'll probably get into later when i get into specific specific tracks but you know they did a solid job you know you get some you get some good samples on some of these um you get a few good beat switch ups that i did appreciate on this album um you know tracks you can nod your head to it, it just nothing really stuck out too too much but it, it was solid throughout but like i said it was just to me like the vibe of the album was just very mellow most of the way through so i guess i was just waiting to get some more energy and i for me i decided i felt like i didn't get it but because i don't want to make it sound like i'm just dumping all over <laughs> this album um i guess you could say for what i didn't get in terms of production uh that was made up for with you, you could say in, in bars <laughs> and for people who don't listen to Saha, um, he, he is definitely a lyricist. Um, if you've never watched any of like, he, I'm pretty sure he did a few like Team Backpack freestyles or even just like the Sway freestyles and anything like that. Like Saha is a very bar heavy <laughs> MC, um, always using double entendres and all types of similes and things like that. Like he, he's a very good wordsmith and I was glad to see that on this album he didn't depart from that he did not dumb down his lyrics at all if if anything <laughs> the, the bars have have gotten stronger which is kind of what made this album grow on me more it's like i said for for what may have lacked in in mood and energy i, I definitely got bars <laughs> throughout this album and it was a, enough to make me want to go back and listen to it more and you know pick up on lines uh, here and there and it, it did it just it made it uh it made it an enjoyable listen like i said not the project didn't blow my mind but the more i listened to it it definitely did uh grow in me in terms of content on the album um for me like the, the title of the album no dope on sundays it, it makes you think of this album as like a <laughs> a street gospel so to speak and for me that that's at least what i pulled away from the album i feel like that's kind of the underlying theme throughout a lot of the album is kind of you know it, it's not like a a braggadocious street life album but more so him you know he talks about it it's come up but it's also like a realistic look like he talks about the pitfalls and how he tried to move through the street life but all of the you know the bad situations that can arrive from that and how you gotta you know you gotta really watch how you move out here because you know things can go wrong on a dime and but he he's he kind of has like i said it, it does have kind of like that street gospel feel where it just it feels like he's just trying to give you game on you know on his life and you know you can pull lessons from here and there based on how his life went by how his life went and apply it to whatever you're doing um he sprinkles that kind of street gospel mixed in with you know a few concept tracks uh one concept track called 80s baby which i'll definitely get into later because that was one of my favorite cuts on here um get afros a few afrocentric tracks or at least one worth mentioning that i'll definitely get into 
a couple of relationship theme tracks um kind of just like the overall street life but not in at least from what i think like a, a braggadocious tone it's just more so this is what i went through this could happen to you you probably should just avoid it though <laughs> but but if you get involved here's like a a, a street bobble on how you can maneuver through this without you know ending up dead in jail etc etc so that that's kind of at least what i pulled um, from this album in, in in terms of of content and I, I feel like he does stay consistent with that theme um you'll notice especially in the uh beginning of this album uh especially with like the opening tracks like amen uh and no dope on sundays where the track will start off with almost like this sermon of somebody talking or they might read like a bible verse or even in a lot of these songs uh some of these songs you'll hear saha quote bible verses so he, he kind of weaves that that slightly religious undertone which so i would call it like a street gospel album he, he kind of weaves that into the songs and it does stay consistent like i said and it keeps a a theme going throughout the album um so that i did appreciate that he not like not that this was a concept album but it did to me at least have some kind of theme to it that he definitely stuck with and he didn't he, he never really beat too far off the path like this album stays pretty consistent uh topic wise which i appreciated it made it a you know a cohesive listen <laughs> for lack of a better word so i definitely appreciated that um so yeah not not, not too you know much crazy in, in terms of content I, I won't uh stay too long on that I'll, I'll just get into some favorites man some some tracks I, I i enjoyed off here um really this album for me starts it's really strong i guess my only problem is like the, the middle section of this album for me is kind of eh, kind of hit or miss with some of these tracks but i can say it, it opens really strong and it definitely closes really strong um so i guess we'll just start from the top um the first track amen at first i didn't really appreciate how long this track was um i feel like it's a task <laughs> to start your album off with like a six minute track but the more i listen to it i'm like you know what i'll, I'll look past how long this track is because one it, it does set the tone i think for this album topically really in every way possible like this that opening track really lets you know what you're uh about to get into and like i said the, the track opens with like this little sermon and then right after the sermon cuts off saha just kind of goes in and is he he, he he comes through with bars <laughs> like just straight bars um i love the line but the trunk packed 10 so i never played collegiately big 12 gays to whack a nigga in the sec and that second my mind's a mac 11 if if you know college sports you caught all of those <laughs> conference references and that that first track man is just like it's, it's just really really bar heavy and like i said he'll he'll tie all these bars in he'll still weave in some kind of message in between um you know little gems here and there little life gems that you can pick up on so i thought that was a really uh dope track um no dope on sundays the album title track uh, featuring Pusha T for one that's a great collabo because these are probably <laughs> I won't even say probably these are definitely two of the best lyricists in the game um, 
I like the beat on this track and I like how the beat uh, on Push's verse kind of just like fades out and he just raps over just like this piano backdrop and uh, kind of a long uh, stanza but I, I love the lines uh, started out trapping trying to get the new bows then I realized what it did for them hoes when I recognized what you did to your nose I couldn't justify what I did to my bro fed an addiction I just let it snow fell my religion I couldn't let it go fell an addiction I just chased the glow um, that pusher verse was was mean man and I really I, I like that those whole set of bars it, it reminds me a lot of the track from the first clips album uh, there's a track called i'm not you and it's kind of funny because i felt like malice is rapping about what push is rapping about now because if you if anybody remembers that song if you're a clips fan and malice is talking about how th there's a, a a lot of lines in that song where he talks about like the downside of him selling drugs like how he realizes how it's kind of like killing his community and i just thought it was you know kind of ironic that in, in this verse now in this verse now in 2017 pusher kind of i guess is he has that same realization like he knows what he's doing but he's realizing like this probably isn't what i should be doing because i'm i'm killing the people around me and even more specific in in pushes verse like he's literally talking about his brother like i'm watching my brother be addicted and i'm not doing anything to help it and in fact i'm enabling it so yeah man uh side and push it on it on a track you, you can't really <laughs> you can't really go wrong with that um the next track get your money like i said this joint comes straight out the gate man like the first three four tracks hit really hard then it gets to get your money um i like the beat on this one i love the little vocal i don't know if that's a chorus i, I just whatever that little vocal sound is <laughs> I, I like that um and basically this is a, a track of saha just kind of saying how Listen, man, if you're going to hustle, don't hustle to to get be flashy or, you know, buy jewelry like you need to be out here. If you're going to be in the streets, <laughs> you need to hustle with a purpose. So hustle, get your money, take care of your family and get out before you get whacked, <laughs> basically, to make a long story short. But, um, yeah, man, that that's a, that's a dope track. Um, then it goes to moving around with Schoolboy Q, which I like. Um, I was hoping... I was thinking with with these two paired up that this track would be a bit more aggressive, but Schoolboy's verse actually isn't is angry, <laughs> I guess, as I wanted it to be, because most of the time you hear Schoolboy on a track, you know, he he especially on a feature man, he's bodying people's features and he he just goes in, but uh, I feel like his, his verse was a little it was a little more pulled back than what I'd hoped for, but um, still a a, a dope song. Um, I, I would say out of this first chunk of songs, like I could probably hear that being played on the radio. Um, I guess I'll skip around with a little bit. Uh, you had "Trick Me" with Two Chains. That was that was okay. Uh, that one had a nice little beat switch up at the end. Um, "Murder" with Estelle, kind of your Jamaican <laughs> flavored track, so to speak. Uh, that was that one was kind of it for me though. Um, don't know why featuring Jagged Edge. Um, this track has actually kind of grown on me, even though I don't, I don't know how I feel about a Jagged Edge feature in 2017, <laughs> but the, they're all from Atlanta, so I get it, you you want to get, you know, he, he's sticking to his roots, so I ain't mad at that, it's me personally, 
Jagged Edge feature didn't do much, but that track is is growing on me. Um, and kind of him talking about um, basically like a, a lot of different just bad situation bad situations uh, as a result of the street life and things like nobody knows why people are getting killed, but it's happening, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, that that track is it's grown on me a little bit, but Jagged Edge feature, eh. <laughs> but you know it is what it is. Um, God bless your heart was another good one. Uh, that side with Kanye West, to be honest, I, I could have went without this track. Um, yeah, I mean I get it, it's a single, definitely a, a radio friendly track, but like even Kanye, man, he on this track he just wasn't. I don't know, man, I wasn't feeling that one. And then the track right after, uh, "Looking for Love." Um, yes, uh, listen, you you the homie, you got bars for days, but I don't need to hear you on auto tune, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that. It, yeah, that that track, that was the one track on here I looked at. I was like, bro, this this don't even need to be on this album. Like, you could have just, you could have left this off. None none of us needed to hear that. <laughs> like, I just I, I didn't I didn't need to hear that so yeah wasn't wasn't feeling that one um and, and that's where this album for me and it's only 15 tracks but like I said something about like the middle chunk of this album felt like it it just made it feel so long and I think it's just because some of these tracks just didn't all the way do it for me like one through four was dope trick me was just kind of okay murder was kind of eh don't know why at first it's kind of eh, it's growing on me a little bit god bless your heart's good but then it gets to like i said you get these back-to-back songs i don't like with that side and looking for love and i'm just kind of like eh. the album just kind of hits the skid and but it does finish uh with these next few tracks on a pretty strong note um new africa uh which is a song that <laughs> this could have been on one of the black history mixtapes like it's it's a song just like it it feels like it was straight out of those mixtapes and the song is basically what the title implies um saha is just throwing out the idea of you know what if all of the famous black actors and athletes and entertainers and so on and so forth like what if we just got up decided you know what america y'all bugging out right now we about to go back to the motherland and we're gonna put all of our money there and we're gonna get it popping <laughs> so that's kind of the theme of that track so uh i enjoyed the the concept um i like that beat on there too that i, I guess you call it an afrocentric beat i don't i don't really know how to describe it but yeah i, I love the beat on there and just because like it reminded me of something that would have been on the black history mixtapes um so yeah I, I definitely definitely appreciate that song um and then following that up man you get to the track free um i love that 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 vocal sample when the uh not sure who's singing it but it's just a vocal cut of a lady just singing free in the background it just has this real gentle touch to it um i love how the instrumental is it's really minimum like i don't even think for, for like the first two and a half minutes there aren't even any drums and then the drum eventually kicks in kind of later in the beat um but i like it because it, it just it just feels like Saha is just kind of talking to you, even though he is rapping. But um, I just like the feel of that track. It's, it's just really, really serene. And I, I love the, like I said, I love that that vocal sample. Um, 80s Babies. This, 
if I had to do a favorite track on this album, this might be it. Like, it would at least be top three. And this uh, features BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, this is, a, a, I guess you would call this a concept track of Saha's rapping from the perspective, basically, of a baby. You know, inside of his mom while she's still pregnant. And the, the baby is talking about, like, the effects of you know the mom because she's still like drinking and smoking and doing drugs while she's pregnant and he's rapping from the perspective of the baby talking about how that is having this negative effects on him and how he can hear her arguing with the father and how he doesn't think the father really wants him and he's questioning the mom like should you should you really have me like are you ready for this am i ready for this because it doesn't seem like the best situation um so i really love the concept of that track and how he executed it um, bj the chicago kid is always good for features so um, he did a dope job on that track yeah that that one that one's probably that's that's a favorite that, that's like a top three top three track man that that that's a, a really awesome track toward the latter half of the album um closer which follows i think directly behind 80s baby this to me honestly could have closed the album out um because i think this this song kind of encompasses everything and i I think this song had it been a closer would have ended this album on a really really nice note because it's it's kind of saha coming full circle of him talking about his journey and you know him ending up in the streets but he's coming to the realization that you know i i can't live like this anymore because it's not going to get me where i need to be and like he i love the i don't i don't have the bar in front of me but basically at the the end of the song like one of the, the last two lines is he talks about how he's uh uh satan i know like i'm your perfect soldier but i can't fight for you anymore because me and the lord are getting closer or something like that and i thought that was a, just a really good way to close the song out so that yeah that that joint and i love that um that atlantic star sample um in the background it, it puts a really nice touch with that instrumental so that that's another favorite and like i said i, I kind of wish that track would have closed the album out but uh it closes with uh, i'm fine featuring travis scott which eh, you know not a big travis fan it's, it's an okay track but not not a favorite but you know eh, it is what it is i'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> some people will, will appreciate it but yeah I, I would i wish closer would have closed out the album but you know it, it is what it is so yeah that that was yeah man this this album for me like I, I i wanted to like this a lot more than i did but at the same time like i said with with each listen it is growing on me so i don't know man like we're, we're in december it's almost around about time to start rounding up the top 20 list of this year this might i don't know maybe this will make i'm not sure like i said it 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 it, this album didn't blow me away it it's consistent most of the time like i said that that kind of middle stretch for me is hit or miss with a few songs or maybe not hit or miss but just those songs to me are just kind of like they're just okay not really anything to to write home about but this this album is growing on me it, with, with every listen is growing on me and i finally stopped being a dinosaur and i, I joined the spotify gang so 
uh, got premium Spotify at least for three months for 99 cents. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be making good use of that to listen to albums. That's how I've been listening to this. Been listening to it at work. Like I said, it, it is growing on me. So I don't know. This, this might this might make my top 20, or, or at least get an honorable mention. Um, other reviews I've seen, people are are probably a lot higher on this album than I am. So um, I, I still wanted to review it. Like I said, even though it didn't blow me away, I do think this album definitely has an audience and i think a lot of you guys would appreciate it and also i just wanted to throw it out there just because like saha regardless of how this album may not have blown me away like i hoped it did it's still a pretty good album and saha is still one of the best lyricists in the game in the industry period and i definitely think he's somebody who should be talked about more and I don't know man in the mainstream world like we, we need I, I just I appreciate lyricists I think we need more of them in the mainstream and I, I would hope that maybe he could be somebody who could break through and I, I think this album is a, a good start for anybody who's not familiar with his music like I said you'll, you'll get you'll get some street rap but it still has kind of a, a message and undertone to it you definitely get you get bars on bars on bars just double entendres like every other line <laughs> like i can't stress enough his dude is a very talented lyricist so I, I think he has a lot to offer i think he can appeal i think he can appeal to a, a larger crowd you know just be ready for some words be, be ready for bars if you're gonna listen to him but it's not you know it's not like no super lyrical miracle anything like that like it's something you, you can you can follow it but he's definitely bar heavy so yeah man no dope on sunday saha the prince uh for me it's, it's a solid listen uh i, I enjoyed it uh, and i'll probably go back and listen to it a bit more to see if it grows on me more maybe a couple of the songs that i'm kind of lukewarm on maybe they'll you know maybe they'll they'll continue to grow on me and i'll, I'll end up liking them more but i definitely want to recommend this to you guys if, if you want some street rap you know with a message in it give, give him a listen and if you like bars definitely give him a listen so side of prince no dope on sundays album is out now uh buy it listen to it let me know what you think hopefully you'll be impressed so shout out to Saha. thank you for just finally putting out a debut album <laughs> appreciate it um, i'm glad i got this um and i'm I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully we won't have such a long break between now and whenever your next project but definitely appreciate this man definitely appreciate it shout out to Saha doing good in the industry writing for other people finally putting out an album I think this dude has a, a bright future ahead of him you know if he keeps keeps playing his cards right so yeah get, give, give this album a listen and yeah that's about Oh man, you know what I just realized? I missed a bar that I wanted to tell you guys. <laughs> and I'm bar. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go back and say it. You know what? I, I ain't gonna do Saha like that. I love, I love the track. This will be my last line about this album. I, I think this line was on the track closer, where he said, "Ever been in the middle of praying on some niggas, hoping the Lord forgive you? If I don't go ten times platinum, I'm the closest thing to diamond with ramen Savorki crystals." I had to Google what uh, Sororki Crystal was, <laughs> but <laughs> that that bar I thought that, that that bar was dope. So yeah, man, bars all day for Saha. Bars all day for Saha. 
Next album on deck, the homie novelist, Kenjutsu Under the Moonlight. I believe this is the second novelist project I've reviewed, possibly third. I don't know. I know it's at least the second because this is his follow up to Dilla Instinct, which I definitely did review. Um, so you can go back and check that out. Uh, so this is his follow up to that. Um, for people who don't know who Novelist is, uh, he is a Detroit MC, uh, a part of one of the best rap groups <laughs> that I've heard in a long time, Clear Soul Forces with E Fave. Um, Oh Lord, why well, I'm, I'm blanking out. Why can't I remember their names? E Fave, Ilajade, is it LAZ? Jesus, I feel bad. I hope that's everybody. <laughs> but Clear Soul Force is the truth, man. These, these dudes, all of them are just nasty, great, just beast lyricists. Um Novelist, uh definitely one of the standouts of the group. Really all of them are, are mad dope. And they've all lately been putting out solo efforts, so give this whole group a listen because all of these dudes are really talented um novelist i believe out of them all does have the most solo projects out um he had mike swords Dilla instinct uh tsunami tsunamis he had the rhyme ep which was an ep over the prime beats from royce to five nine and premiere so he's been putting in work for a while and now we got kenjusu under the moonlight um and my last review of novelist i think i mentioned this during dilla instinct and i even noticed it during mike swords that i feel like he is definitely progressing as an artist um when i first was introduced to him i guess and and clear soul forces as a whole um i mean obviously off the back these dudes are talented lyricists um but novelist with his solo projects at first you know a lot of it is very nerd you know quote-unquote nerd rap focus a lots of anime references, a lots of video game references mixed in with punchlines, you know, just punchlines everywhere. Um, but it it felt a bit rapidy rap, I guess to say. Like, don't get me wrong, it, it was dope because you know I'm, I'm all about the nerd life, so I can definitely appreciate some nerd bars. But it, it did feel a bit like almost like rapping just for the sake of rapping. But I think, especially within these last like two to three projects, that he's doing a, a good job of not just being like, oh, hey, I'm a rapper who can just rap. Like, I, he's not just a bar guy. Like, I think he's doing a, a good job of mixing in that talent, but also rapping with a purpose and a message. And I really took that from this project, Conjutsu Under the Moonlight. I would say out of pretty much all the projects i've heard from him um this probably is like the most personal which i think is a, a step in the right direction that it, it shows his versatility and that he can rap you know not just about anime and video games and stuff like that like he can rap about he can rap about real life stuff and i, I really really pulled that from this project um first man before i even get into the project uh shout out to uh what is the gentleman's name aaron hendrick uh was the artist who did the cover at least uh according to a band camp page on this album um i love the cover of this album it's a picture of a novelist who's standing in like a uh or sitting kneeling in like a flower field and he's holding his sword and then has the kenjutsu under the moonlight uh the fawn at the top 
and in the clouds to his left and right are two people looking down on him and i'm gonna guess these two people um are who this album is dedicated to uh two of his close friends who unfortunately passed away uh, brandon bt taylor and carrie schultz um so i really thought that 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 this cover was just really dope um and a good tribute you know to to his friends who unfortunately passed and speaking of tributes uh, all of the instrumentals on this album or i don't know if you call it album or ep because it is only eight tracks um, but all of the instrumentals uh are nuja best beats um if you don't know nuja best you know really great probably like all-time great hip-hop producer um most known for uh doing the soundtrack to samurai shampoo um that japanese hip-hop style production really jazzy um you know like that good hip-hop and jazz fusion so that's a lot of what this uh, album is or ep is at least sound wise um lots of piano use on here um really calm instrumentals for the most part um like i said real calm lots of piano really chill just kind of a, a nice slow vibe and novelists use these beats these beats definitely and he even explains it on the album you know they i guess they, they speak to him in a certain kind of way and a lot of these beats sound very you know like reflective and you know beats kind of in, in that vein and he definitely channels that and it it shows in the content a lot of this album like i said is, is a lot more personal than i've heard from his other projects and this album he he talks about you know trying to cope with losing his two close friends um the struggle of being an independent artist and trying to balance that with like being a parent and still having a job just kind of like the life struggle and but all still mixed in with you know us getting our nerd references that you know if you've been a novelist fan for this long that we all know and love so he does a good job of mixing those all together but like i said i was most impressed that this album is is so personal i think his his songwriting is is just is getting a lot better and i, I guess this album's only like eight tracks so i'll just kind of quickly breeze through some of these uh so i'll start with uh, the intro track calligraphy um <laughs> kind of like this the Saha album uh this album starts with a pretty long track uh calligraphy is about a six minute intro um this really calm just like piano backdrop uh from new Jabez. and it's this track is basically like a kind of like a six minute just vent session of him like i said talking about you know daily struggles life struggles and uh, in the second uh second verse he uh dedicates uh to one of his friends that had passed away um i love the line or the the lines let's <laughs> just say plural uh they cleanse in our cities by gentrifying the areas we never made it in they harvest in our pavement concrete plantations the only way you can hope to make it is work through the grave shift and i can't even manifest myself with my friends playlist because they don't want a playlist i roam through headphones in search of a place to stay niche boy <laughs> like this real life bars man this real life bars this dude is just he's, he's very great <laughs> with words to 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 say the least um like i said just lots of lines just talking about trying to deal with life um uh, but like i said he, he'll mention the gentrification thing and he does definitely 
have lines in here on this album you know dealing with racism and police brutality treatment of people of color and things like that he does a good job of of weaving those lines in and out through a lot of tracks on this album so uh, i love uh the opening track calligraphy um and he goes in at the end explaining about why he chose the new best beats and what it meant to him and like where he was when he first heard that beat in particular uh, he explains the sam Shampoo episode he was watching so i just thought i think that intro track is it it, it definitely sets the tone for the album and he, he lets you know off the back like what his inspiration is so you know by the end of that track you know pretty much exactly what you're about to get into um other favorite track on here tells of a samurai uh tells of a samurai is literally what the track implies <laughs> he he literally tells the stories of i guess three of his favorite anime characters uh the first verse is about Jin from samurai shampoo uh second verse is about kenshin from maroni kenshin and the third verse he ends it uh with afro samurai and he literally just rhymes and tells <laughs> all of their stories from the show so you know if if you know if you've watched those animes you'll you'll pick up on a lot of lines a lot of references he, he, he does a good job of illustrating all of their stories so that's definitely a favorite track because these are three shows that i have watched uh i don't know if i've said it on this podcast but uh Roni kenshin probably like favorite anime all time so i definitely definitely appreciated that track um rolling stone another favorite track on here actually this is probably my favorite track um i love the hook on here this is one of the few like like i said like his, his songwriting i believe is getting better and he he's not an artist like i said he, he's very bar heavy i don't believe at least all the time that he has some of the best hooks but this was a hook that like i found myself like humming along to like it's it stuck in my head <laughs> which let me know that he's definitely getting better as a songwriter because that didn't used to always happen but um yeah love rolling stone man another really chilled calm beat with a nice little piano back uh, backdrop uh this track definitely goes in depth of him dealing with the struggle of you know being an indie rapper trying to balance that with also being a parent and working you know working jobs and trying to balance that whole thing and kind of wondering like is this all worth it like when am i gonna you know quote unquote make it um but i love the line man i've been around the world but i ain't necessarily seen it because these pebble stone roads least lead to dreams but i don't sleep enough part-time stars with day jobs until the sun sets flying back to the states will quit a job another day i guess and if you're an indie not even just an indie artist if you're indie anything on the come up like that that line should definitely resonate with you like i'm pretty sure we all have that visions of like one day i'm gonna be able to to quit my job and just live off of you know this art that i'm trying to do but it takes an extremely long time and an insane amount of work (laughs) to get to that point so like that that bar for me really you know hit home i'm I'm on my indie author grind right now trying to put out a book and it's it's been a struggle (laughs) to say the least so like that that line really hit home for me um another great track on here flow provider uh featuring mike phelps i was not i didn't know who mike phelps was before this song Uh, i found out he is another fellow detroit mc Um, but this dude is a beast (laughs) like boy that mike phelps verse the way he was he wrote that beat 
he was his flow was just so mean like they both were killing it but that mike phelps verse was nasty so <laughs> shout outs to mike phelps man that 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 boy boy <laughs> bars is, is all i'm gonna say and just like flow he he really just killed that verse and uh yeah shout outs to him man that uh, I'm, I'm familiar now he he's on the the radar shout outs to detroit in general man I, i've said this for a long time like the midwest specifically like detroit and chicago have just a lot of just nasty lyricists man I don't know what's in the water. I don't know if it's just the cold weather and dudes are just mad and they just rap. But <laughs> it's it's everybody in that region just got bars, man. Like it, it's just it must just be Detroit genetics or something. Like dudes down there are just like the Avengers of lyricists. It's it's ridiculous. But that's that's another dope uh, track on there. And actually, real quick before I get off that song, um. I love the novelist line, only the illest dude can bring balance to the digital while you clicking on kids fighting in middle school. <laughs> that verse, that, that bar, like, made me chuckle, but it also hit home because it, that's like a pet peeve of mine on social media when people are just posting videos of kids fighting. It's like, come on, bro. Like, are we still... Stop. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> posting videos of kids fighting, man. Just, just stop, bro. Like whatever but <laughs> i ain't gonna get into it uh last uh i guess song i'll mention on here uh swordplay uh which is a, a nice little posse cut with the rest of the members of clear soul forces so hey man if you familiar with clear soul forces the whole group you already know what that track is you, you just already know all these dudes are just incredibly talented lyricists they have very good chemistry they bounce off it and play off of each other really well so that that's just like the perfect track like it, it doesn't get any better you get bars from the whole group uh, the album ends with stare at the moon which is another dope track and i really only skipped over like two tracks like i said it's only eight songs on here excuse me i hope y'all didn't hear me burp <laughs> but it's only eight tracks on here and there are no bad songs like you can play this whole this whole tape through man and it's just just dope all the way through and yeah man i i'm i don't really have much else to say like if as i said with pretty much any other novelist review if if you like anime if you, if you want to hear a, a, a kind of quote unquote nerd core rapper i hate to label people but you know if if you like if you like hip-hop but you're also a fan of nerd culture novelist is one of the premier people to listen to but like i said on this album he does a good job of also making it not just about the nerd references and anime references it's a very personal album he talks about a lot of real life issues and it's over new jabesa beats like i don't know what else to tell you i don't, I don't know how else to sell this project to you like <laughs> that's, that's like the perfect blend of hip-hop you have a lyricist who can speak on real life topics over new to best beats and speak on real life issues while still giving you anime and nerd references it's, it's just like it's it's the great it's a great listen man sad that it's only eight tracks but hey man it is what it is 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 eight tracks of quality um 
I ordered my CD. I am patiently waiting in the mail <laughs> so I can get the CD because I wanted to get it because I just I really like this album cover. Um, and I wanted to support man, like novelists, really this, this whole group man, like Clear Soul Forces as, as a collective, as a group. These dudes are extremely talented. They definitely deserve uh, support. So if you want to hear some nasty lyricists, um, yeah man, give everybody in this group a listen um and novelist is just the dude's just a beast man the, the dude's a beast and, and shout outs to him i think he was on uh the anime nyc panel or some panel i i saw he was on uh so shout outs to him man he's he's making moves out here putting out quality work uh also you know good to interact with on, on twitter if you're on twitter uh he definitely you know not afraid to give anime opinions and, and good things like that. So, shout outs to him, man. Shout outs to, to Novelist. And like I said, if 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 you like hip hop and nerd culture and you want to hear those things combined, give Novelist a listen. Give Kenjusu Under the Moonlight a listen. And you, you'll get everything you pretty much imagine you would get. So, yeah, man. That's, that's all on that nasty lyricist. Novelist can juice under the moonlight. I will leave a link to the Bandcamp page. Buy, support, listen, support, buy. I can't emphasize buy. Please support <laughs> good music, dope artists. If we want to keep getting good music like this, you know, you gotta gotta get these people money, man. You gotta you gotta. We ha- we have to feed the right people to keep them going. <laughs> we we can't starve the good artists out here, so. Shout out to Novelist, Whole Clear Soul Forces, all these guys are dope, and Kenjutsu Under the Moonlight is just another notch under his belt, but I'll say, like I said, with Dilla Instinct, ready ready for that album, bro, I, I don't know if Mike Swords counted as an album, I think that was an EP too, but, uh, you know, if you got an album tucked away anywhere, now now's the time, <laughs> or, or if y'all just gonna do another uh, CSF album, I'm definitely down for that too, but yeah man uh, I, I love i love this group i love these dudes shout, shout outs to, to everybody uh and clear soul forces man and before i get on out of here last mention I, i've been been slacking on my anime a little bit but i finally found another show that piqued my interest shout outs to anime nyc girls uh on twitter also on wordpress who uh, is always posting shows and things that she recommends and this was one of the shows and when she described it I was like hmm this definitely sounds interesting I gave it my two episode test and it passed with flying colors <laughs> so I will pass the show on to you guys and I'm pretty sure some of you guys will definitely definitely dig this show uh, so the show is entitled uh, Inuashiki if I'm saying that right N-I-U-Y-A uh, S-H-I-K-I um, I believe the show came out I think it came out this year I believe and basically the story uh, follows a gentleman named Inuashiki Ichiro who is really this elderly man I believe I believe he's a grandfather um, it's a really old guy he's a really nice and polite person uh, he, he tries to do well for his family well, I guess he try. He, he does well for his family but they kind of don't really appreciate him he's often ignored and they kind of don't pay him any mind there was even a scene in the beginning where like he uh 
built them a house and they get to the house and like oh this is it like the house isn't as big as they had hoped and you know you, you can tell that it kind of gets to him that he feels underappreciated and on top of him not feeling appreciated or like feeling like he has a purpose he finds out uh after a hospital visit that he has cancer and he's only gonna live for like a few more months and the dude is he, he's devastated and i did not expect all this to happen in the first episode like this this when i saw the trailer <laughs> for this and then watched the first episode like the first like 10 minutes of the first episode it really threw me for a loop i was not expecting to get that like emotionally hurt for this poor old man <laughs> who's trying to do right and life just doesn't seem to hand him any breaks and yeah man so he he finds out he has cancer and dude is he's crushed that you know he's he's not gonna live you know to see like his kids graduate from school and you can tell like it's really getting to him and it seems like his only source of of joy is coming from his his pet dog and one day he's out walking with his dog and um my memory might be a little shoddy it's been a while since i watched the first episode but i believe like while he was walking with the dog he just kind of had like the breakdown because he realized like man like i'm sick i'm done and nobody appreciates me like what have i been doing this whole time and he just kind of he cries and he just runs off and he ends up uh at this park and he's standing in this, just this empty park and this mysterious object thing thingy <laughs> from the sky just comes out of nowhere he gets zapped and he wakes up and he's completely healed of his sicknesses he ends up finding out like he doesn't have cancer anymore uh he finds out that he has some special abilities which i won't really go into because i just want you guys to watch it and basically he with these new abilities he's now healed he kind of feels like he has a second chance at life he has a new purpose and you know he, he wants to do right in the world and you know he, he goes out to do right in the world and then the problem comes when he finds out that he is not the only one who has these powers and the other person who has these powers is not as nice as he is and they are not uh out to do <laughs> nice things quote unquote um but yeah man I, I won't get too much that's kind of the gist of how the first episode goes and then it, the story kind of carries from there um but I, I will say about the show man the villain in the show the, the, the dude is cold-hearted <laughs> like the dude is cold-hearted I, I won't spoil the scene but he goes after some internet trolls boy and it is uh yeah he, he shows no mercy the, this show it starts off from being like emotional to you getting happy because the, the old guy gets his new loose it gets his new uh a new lease on life and then the show just it gets brutal man like <laughs> but like it, it gets brutal but it also has these funny moments i love the scenes where <laughs> inuashiki is kind of trying to figure out his new abilities and he's fighting people and like <laughs> he throws punches like a little kid because he can't really fight but he finds out like he's stupid strong so he's throwing these really ugly punches but when they land he's flooring people <laughs> so yeah man this it's a really dope show man it's it's a really dope show like i said i, I give most shows like my two episode tests so i, I would suggest to you guys man give inuashiki a watch you know give, give it the two three episode test i'm pretty sure you guys at least some of you guys will enjoy it 
um definitely a show worth checking out i believe as of right now uh, episode nine just came out the other day um i'm not sure how many episodes the season is supposed to be but um this show has me hooked like I, I it's a show that i check like every day to see if a new episode is out so yeah man Inuashiki is really really dope definitely give this a watch it's, it's a really good show um I'm trying to pick up another anime too. Since this is ongoing, I should probably start uh, Dragon Ball Super, which I've been slacking off on. Or I haven't really started at all. Oh, okay. Uh, according to this page that I'm on, uh, Inuashiki is going to be 11 episodes. So there's only two episodes left, I guess, this season. Um, and I'm assuming it's going to be multiple seasons because this show, the way it's going now, it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon but i don't know a lot can happen in two episodes i guess so we'll we'll see but yeah this this joint is fire this this i'm I'm loving this show so far so definitely want to recommend it to you guys and if you have any animes for me especially like newer recent ones uh anything action-based or really anything man whatever shows you think are good out there i'm i'm down to to check them out Uh, i'll give anything a two episode test so yeah man uh shoot, shoot me some suggestions i've been trying to get back on my anime you know my anime watching so i'm down for suggestions and i'm also willing to throw them out so you know you guys give give anyone shiki uh get, give it a watch i'm pretty sure you'll like it so you know quick recap man no dope on sunday saha the prince solid album give it a listen if you want to hear some street rap you know street gospel rap <laughs> where you know with a little message from a good lyricist a southern lyricist shout out to saha um give that a listen uh Kenjusu under the moonlight by novelist it's really dope ep quick listen new your best beats rapping about real life mixed in with you know your good anime references things like that a part of a great group clear soul forces give that a listen in Washiki on an anime tip give it a watch two three episodes pretty sure you'll enjoy it and that's all i got for today man oh and real quick anybody who's a skazu fan um uh, i saw yesterday he posted on twitter i guess he has a new album coming out in february called in celebration of us so shout out to skazu i'm always looking for a skazu project so that's definitely getting talked about when that drops so i just wanted to throw it out there for anybody who might be a skazu fan but anywho man appreciate you guys for listening uh as always this podcast can be listened to on youtube soundcloud google play itunes if you're on itunes please rate and subscribe on itunes if you have questions you can send them to dojo talk podcast at yahoo.com um content will always be coming uh, we got another UFC card this weekend, so I'll be linked up with the Antaku. Uh, we'll be going over that card. Uh, we're coming up on the end of the year in MMA. I'm going to try to do a special episode. We'll see about that. But it's cards going all month. We end the month with Cyborg versus Rousey. Def- I mean, I said Cyborg versus Rousey. <laughs> Cyborg versus Holly Holm. Uh, that's going down. More albums coming out before this month drops. So there'll definitely be content, content. Uh, i'd stay I, I like to think i stay pretty consistent with episodes so yeah man i stay busy out here i'm putting out putting out content pretty much on a weekly basis pretty consistently and i've been doing this all year not to brag but you know 
I'm out here. I'm out here in these podcast streets. So, you know, appreciate uh, you guys for rocking with me. Episode 60, Dojo Talk Podcast. I am your host, Serial Sensei. And until next time, man, I will catch you guys later. Peace.